Once upon a time, there was a young basketball player who had dreams of becoming one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He had the opportunity to go to the NBA and play against the greatest players in the world. That doesn't get you going. I don't think anything will. It's like a dream come true. I, I couldn't even dream of this when I was a kid. You know, it's just no way possible. It's just, you know, just a blessing from above. The joy of the game uh, comes from just being out there and just playing. The competitive side of me uh, feels like we can win every game that we play. What I've learned is to, to, to always keep going. Do you love the process? that gets you to that, those boring, agonizing moments. If you love that, then you know you found something that's really true to you. You know, if you do the work, you work hard enough, dreams come true. Those times when you get up early and you work hard, those times when you stay up late and you work hard, those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyway, that is actually the dream. If you're a fan of mine, you're a fan of winning. You're a fan of the Lakers. That's never going to change. Man, I gave my soul to this game, man. I, I, there's nothing more I could give. I wanted to be one of the best basketball players to ever play. And anything else that was outside of that lane, I didn't have time for. It's not about my jerseys that are hanging up there for me. You know, it's about the jerseys that were hanging up there before. Growing up and watching all these great players play and uh, learning so much from them, to now be a part of that wall, you know, means everything to me. You get older, you start to understand that really it's about the next generation that these championships do come and go. But the most important thing you can do is to pay everything that you learn forward to the next generation to come. And that's truly how you create something that lasts forever. I love storytelling. Imagine like winning an Oscar, how ridiculous that would be. And the Oscar goes to? Unfortunately for us athletes, we've been pigeonholed into thinking that we can only be one thing. I'm here to show people that we can do much more than that. Winning an Oscar, winning the Emmy and the Annie, those are things that are showing other athletes that come after. No, no, there's more to this thing. The discipline, the commitment, the team, the community. How do I take those lessons and move those here? Having that sharp focus is something that I got from the game of basketball. You have to dance beautifully in the box that you are comfortable dancing in. My box was to be extremely ambitious within the sport of basketball. Your box is different than mine. Everybody has their own. It's your job to try to perfect it and make it as beautiful of a canvas as you can make it. And if you have done that, then you have lived a successful life. You have lived with Mamba mentality. You know, being married uh, to my wife Vanessa, is, I, it's fun. I mean, I, we have a good time together. I love her tremendously, and uh, 
But we're best friends too. That's a blessing. When we were raising our daughters, one of the things that we teach them is you just gotta try your best. And you just gotta give it your all, give it everything you have. As parents, you gotta lead by example. If you want your kids to do whatever it is they want to accomplish in life, you have to show them. I have four girls, so my mission is to make sure women have opportunities. Our daughters will grow up understanding that they can be strong, they can be independent, they can be fierce. I just love spending time with my family and just, you know, just being a husband, being a father, being a goofball, just, <laughs> just having a good time with my kids. I grew up a die-hard, I mean a die-hard Laker fan. And to spend 20 years here, I mean you can't you can't write something better than this. You got 19 or 20 years to play with the Lakers. Yeah, 19, 19 or 20 at least. Appreciating all this, you know, the journey that we've been on. You know, we've been through our ups and been through our downs. I think the most important part is that we all stayed together throughout. You guys will always be in my heart. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. What can I say? Mamba out. The tragic event of January 26, where Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna Bryant died in a helicopter crash that killed seven others in Calabasas, California, uh, has just been on everyone's mind and just shaking the, the NBA world this past week. Welcome to another episode of the Cosby Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here, Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra. Before we get into our Celtics conversation here on Causeway Street, got to talk about Kobe Bryant and how dark this week has been the darkest i can ever remember in the nba tell me tell um, me man i just i can't think of another player just the the, the impact or another celebrity death uh, another athlete passing that that's had such a profound effect on on so many uh people not only in the world of the nba but just just globally you know um that, that's just the, the impact and that's how that's the influence that Kobe Bryant had on, on an entire generation. And, and just to see players and all these dedications and the, the, the tributes from, from different arenas and just the, the way this has shaken up the NBA. Man, what a, what a tough week, guys. I mean, I just, this is, this is how I'm going to start this episode. Obviously, just get right into it. Um, fellas, um, it's been a week. Still feels like, you know, talking about Kobe Bryant in the past tense, it's just, it's just I, I'm I'm still not used to it. Yeah, it's, I'm not. It still doesn't make any sense. I think yeah. uh, we can all we can all agree on that. It's fucked up. Uh, the week, man. I don't even know, man. Like, it's I, just I, like I a know, nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare, man. I don't think we have to talk about uh, like the emotions of the week. It's every, I think we're all on the same page, man. Like, it's, it hasn't been easy. 
I've been trying to distract myself with other things, but it seems like every day, you know, you come home. Uh, with me, I try to, you know, the the biggest thing for me about this whole thing is I'm not even the biggest Kobe fan, mm-hmm. right? I'm an NBA fan, though. And, no, I know who Kobe is. Like, I, I see him, and I see his, the way he played, the way he attacked everything, and, like, the shit for me being a new dad and seeing him sort of get to be a dad, like, where he wasn't for all that, all those years, mm-hmm. that's shit that fucking kills me, man. Because that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, all the, all the shit he wants to, people want to say about his career and everything, and that, yeah, that, that's all well and good, but, you know, he, the, the thing about Kobe is he dedicated his whole life to basketball. And now that basketball is over, he's just starting his new life. You right. know what I mean? It's like a whole new chapter, right? And have it close that quickly and, you know, yeah, that, that that's yeah. what that's what keeps me up thinking about it. You know what I mean? It's not fair. It doesn't make sense. And that that's, uh, you know, that, that's, all I, that's, all, that's all I want to say about it. But, you know, I don't want to, you know. Yeah, man, I, I, I feel you. It's uh, It's been... um. Unreal. It still doesn't feel real to me. I'm still in disbelief, despite all the tributes, despite um, all different athletes from all over the world talking about uh, Kobe Bryant and what he meant to them. And I guess it shouldn't be a surprise that he meant so much to so many different people. But at the same time, to have your life cut short at 41 when you're just on to, you know, start to live it pretty much because, like Sean said, he was Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, the right. athlete. Right. That's all he And thought. then he was just starting to, you know, become Kobe Bryant, the, the dad. Mm-hmm. Four beautiful daughters. Uh, he was coaching her, his uh, daughter's Gigi's basketball team, something that, you know, he, he mentioned recently Which on, uh, like right, right before, right before he passed on, uh, on the um, I'm drawing a blank here. Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, no, Which yeah, one? Jimmy Kimmel, and he was on. Um, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. I think it was a few, few the, months back um, or a month back. Um, what is it? The All the Smoke podcast. Oh yes, yes. He was talking which about which I how, watched, which I watched twice by the way. It's crazy, yeah, right? Because it was such a good episode. He he was like that ever since he retired, and pretty much between retiring and then get having his number retired, he barely watched basketball. He, yeah. he never, you know, you barely saw him at any, you know, in Lakers game. And then just this season, his daughter's like, no, dad, I want to, I'm, I'm, I want to go watch basketball games. Take me. Like my favorite player is, is Trey Young. Uh, and, and they were both seen at several basketball games this season. And he mentioned several times on the, on these podcasts, Jimmy Kimmel, and a lot of other interviews that like, if it wasn't for his daughter, he wouldn't be watching basketball like that mm. basketball not that it's like an afterthought but it's like you know i'm focused on other things yeah because he worked it like literally what what i the way i the way i see it and like i you know obviously notice it until you really start to look back yeah unfortunately you have to look back now but like exactly he took basketball i don't how much joy did he get out of that you know unless he won how much joy was he having you know what i mean but now that he gets to do that every day with his daughters and that that was he was probably happy Every single day he woke up. Of course. Meanwhile, when you're when of you're on the grind of the basketball, like that, that's the biggest thing. Like, like we, I, we, I don't know, man. That's what get. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I can speak for all of us here. When you when you think about Kobe Bryant, like, you, like we grew up watching Kobe. Like I was check that though. I mean, I I grew up rooting against Kobe. 
but we but we watched him regardless. Whether I watched you, him every whether you, game. Whether, you, whether you were rooting for him or not. The biggest thing is I don't I didn't know how much he meant to me. I got you. I you know what you. I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I would yeah. just root. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. No, I'm with you on that, Sean. Because for me, it was the the later years of his career, right? Yeah. When you you knew the Lakers were just that the, the days of him winning championships were over. Yeah. But he wasn't done. You yeah, know? yeah. He had to prove to everyone one last time that I, I can still be, I can still compete at a high level. I did like, love myself some younger Kobe too. But he, yeah, when he entered the league, I was. I loved. I loved it when he entered. But then when he realized like we're gonna start crossing paths pretty soon. Yeah. No, I was. You're a Laker. I was in middle school. We're talking about like middle of the nineties. Celtics, those were awful years. So it was it was like, you know, the Celtics Laker rivalry wasn't obviously as strong. Wasn't existent. No. Uh you didn't know what Kobe was gonna be. Because he he didn't come into the league like LeBron James, like he wasn't the anointed one, quote unquote. He wasn't he didn't have you know, he wasn't already a, a superstar. When he came into the league, he had to work for that. He was off. He was coming off the bench. He was playing behind Byron Scott, who ended up being his coach after later. Eddie Jones was still relevant, yeah. right? Like the Lakers chose to 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 trade Eddie Jones, an All Star, and later later on to and and they and they said no, Kobe's going to be the guy. Kobe's going to be our guy with Shaq. That's going to be the duo. It's a big trade. That was a huge trade. How do you trade Eddie Jones, All Star All Star player? Because they 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 made the their, they made the decision. Kobe needs to play more. Kobe's gonna be the guy, and he's gonna be the one that's gonna that's gonna play, pair up with, with with Shaq, and they're gonna win championships. And that's exactly what they did. And and in, and, and during those and in, during those like early years, like uh, Sean was alluding to, you didn't you didn't at least at least me as a Celtics fan, I didn't root for Kobe, but you were like, damn, this dude is this dude is good. And then I and then you know with the events that happened uh, a week ago. And you see how old he was, 41. He's only five years, six years older than me. His life was just start, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like but when you're a kid, you don't think of that. When no, you're you younger, don't. You don't. you're like, all right, that's a professional. Right. He's so much older in your mind. You're like, he's so much older. But then, like, like now, we, as an, now us as adults, we're like, he wasn't that much older you know, than what's us. What's funny is when we, when we say, like, oh, no, this dude's like 34. He's, uh, he's getting old. Yeah. It's like, nah, man. He's, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Like he was like he turns, was still like even he's, even he's not even halfway through his life. Yeah, like like yeah. he no, never had a major the, man never had a major injury until the until the the ruptured Achilles, and he was still is, like though? dominant. Dude. The reason why I think it hit us so hard is re- really like basketball players live a long ass time. Yeah, they're not dying young. Yeah, like there's. All of the greats that we grew up with, they're still alive. Yeah, like this type of stuff doesn't happen to basketball players. No, it's not supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen, and that right. was the biggest thing. That's why I kept saying, like, "Nah, man, this this shit ain't real." Yeah. I got that. I got that shit. Yo, I'll tell you exactly what happened, man. Yeah, I out of the blue just was like, "Yeah, let me let me check on Tunis. I haven't talked to him for a while. See how Tunis and Abby our, are doing." Our, our resident Sun fan, Sun yeah. fan. And, I, and they're, they're expecting, so I was like, yeah, let me just check in. And I just texted him. And then right when I sent the text, I got the reminder. So I happened to be looking at my phone. I was like, nah, man, that can't be. Yeah. Can't be right. And Tunis texts me back. He's like, yeah, the baby's good, but did did you hear about Kobe? And I was like, fuck, bro. Uh, I, yeah, I right. guess I did. I didn't believe it, man. I thought it was, 
Nah, it's I was like, like a, at a point you're, you're praying that someone yeah. hacked TMZ. That fucking sick joke. Yeah. Well, I got. Hoax. I I didn't get the TMZ shit. I get the Wojnowski shit, and I was like, Oh, see, so I got once Wojnowski happened, I was like, Sway Sway text me. I, 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 I really looked. I was like, No, no, this is the wrong. The, somebody got blue check marked. Mm. Sway Sway sent me the link from TMZ originally, and I was already. Uh, I was already feeling shitty for like the day. Like I had, I wasn't in like a, I, don't, I just wasn't feeling it that day for whatever reason. And when Sway sent me the, the, the link from the TMZ, I said, no, this is a fucking sick joke. Like someone's about to get fired or a lot of people are going to get fired for this because I didn't see it anywhere it seemed, else it for like a while. It seemed like an easy way to get people to get clicks, right? Right. Was a I didn't see it anywhere. I, I put on ESPN. They were in the middle of their, their pro bowl, um, you know, Pre-game you watched stuff. the way they broke that on that thing, but I no, but for, I I was clicking, I was watching that, I was I was clicking NBA between TV. that NBA TV, CNN, but they weren't talking about it for like the which felt it was which when every, I look which, when I look back on it, it was only about maybe like 20, 30 minutes, but, but everybody, for me, it everybody felt did like the same thing. Yeah, everybody was like, no, this isn't real. This ain't real. Yeah, real. and I just, and I, I I I couldn't I couldn't like yeah. fathom. You know, and then I and then I and then I I left. I had to go. I had to go drive. It's, this is this weird thing I do that I when uh, I I, no, I, gotta, I you know I what I'm saying that. people some people take a walk some people uh, you know lock themselves in their room listen to music I mean I think I used to do that when I was a kid but now that I can now drive you got a car, now you I got a vehicle I just draw, go draw out license now yeah I go out and I yeah thank God for that huh I go out and I just <laughs> I drive mobile? what the fuck yeah so it's on the radio obviously and it's on a station that I don't even listen to unless for whatever reason I gotta like. Uh, and, and and they don't even they don't even broadcast the Celtics that often on this station, it's sports hubs <laughs> here in Boston. Put, so they you, you, they're mostly on like you know the other the music station. So wait a second, you were you were morning and you went to go listen. No, to I went the to Beatles no no but the, no the uh, the Beach Boys on one hundred five point seven. No, no, I went to no, I was I was on ninety eight five. The uh, because oh, okay. because the uh, the other sports station that I usually tune into, I they were still the they second. were still in the Pro Bowl. They weren't even talking about. I don't know if they had. They couldn't break their broadcast, whatever the case may be. So they were breaking the news, and I guess still not real to me, but a, a, a moment where I'll never forget is when they started reading Kobe's poem, Dear Basketball. And that that poem originally, before Kobe retired, tugged at my heartstrings because it's like, to me, it was like an end of an era. Mm-hmm. In basketball, in of, the NBA, of those kind of players, of those, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like the the guys who were drafted in the '90s, still doing yeah. it, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16 years later, yeah. like the Paul Pierce's, the Kevin Garnett's, right. at the time, we're still playing. And throughout that era, Kobe set a standard. Yeah, Steve Nash, like those yeah. guys, and you're just like, wow, like this is this is the guy that you know, and, and he's, he's he's retiring from the game of basketball. So then, at that time, when when I heard the the poem, when you watch the the little mini film, you're like, "Damn!" It's kind of like when when Michael Jordan retired in 2003. Same thing, you know the uh, the what's com- love commercials. Yeah. yeah. Fast forward to a week ago, that poem will never be the same to me anymore. Yeah. And I just I lost it right. in the middle of the road. I had to pull over, try to compose myself, and when you hear that his daughter was with him, because they, they, that wasn't originally that was an original report. Yeah, yeah. when they annu- announced that, and 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 it's like, you know, 
the little the little kid in me, you know, wishing that Kobe was still playing basketball. Now it's not it's not that anymore. Mm-hmm. Way more. It's way more. It's, yeah. it's bigger than basketball. That was his impact. That I mean, was his impact. It was it was beyond the sport of basketball. The Neymars of the world, all the different other athletes who play other sports, you know, doing what they could to dedicate whatever to Kobe on that day. Right. It's like this is a new world now. We're, li- right. we're, we're living in. How do, how do you how do you how do you move forward? It affected the entire sports world. You know, like you said, Neymar dedication, the the the. the Video of how Tiger Woods found out. It's I was watching that shit live, man. I was. Worried. He was on the green, right? He had. No, he was walking. I, yo, it's weird, man. Cause I was like, I, you know, that day I was up and down, roller coaster. Thing, thought I was good, and then we just lose it. Yeah, that's what it is. I thought you, I was good, and then like I was like, yo, I sp- All right, yo, Tiger's on, man. And like as I'm watching, I'm like, yo, I don't think he knows. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking think he knows. And then I walk and watch off, and this 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 guy just goes to him, and is like, yeah. And they're gonna see it on the TV. And he whispers it to him, and he's like, "Nah, man." They didn't show him when he went in the clubhouse, of course. But you know, every every time I thought, you know, I think we all thought we were good. I'm like, "Oh, we can we can get past this, man." You just you realize the impact that it actually right. had. It's because he personified greatness. He yep. personified what it takes to be at that level. Like, how many athletes can say well, I'm yeah. one of the greatest? At this sport, no, no he was the best. You cheered for them when you didn't. He was you the had best. To respect it, right? He was and the best player to. after Michael Jordan. To, he warned that he respect. was the best exactly. player he after Michael Jordan. How many, exactly. how many times? How many times were you in a debate with the no, with, but, the, but with I mean, the LeBron like, with the huge LeBron fan, right? Especially yeah. in those Cavaliers year, the first time, right? And and people would say Jordan this, Jordan that. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. has LeBron even passed Kobe yet? Yes, <laughs> like, you're just gonna bypass right. Kobe Bryant. Like, yeah. However, however you want to say, because you know Kobe better than. Whoever, whoever, yeah. I mean, or is LeBron better than whoever? You, you can't. You have to start with Kobe. Yeah. Wherever you land is wherever you land. But I mean, like any true basketball all, fan. All, all I know is when I, I I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say. It's okay, this. man. Am Let it out, man. It? This is what we're here for. Nah, man. People ain't gonna like this shit, though. Go ahead, man. I don't know. I thought every single night I watched I watched a, an, an amazing tribute of Kobe Bryant throughout the NBA, and I know the Lakers had a lot of games off, days off, especially with you know canceling the game. But yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll mention this. I'm not. I'm, yeah, that's I'm all right. It's all, right. It's, all, it's all good. I'll mention this since we're we're kind of talking about LeBron. I was I was out Saturday night when the news broke that. LeBron had passed Kobe on the all-time scoring list, and I was pissed. <laughs> I was angry. I was like, "This motherfucker," you know. But not because of Le- of LeBron doing it. It could have been anybody, but it's just like, damn. Now Kobe he moves down a peg yeah. on the scoring list because you're like, how long did it take him to get there? Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what got me the biggest thing though on Sunday? But but I, I think I think I think you're gonna I think you're gonna say what I'm what's about to say yeah. when Kobe shots him out. On Twitter? Nope. That okay. mean yes. So for that thing, that yeah. that whole thing, the eeriness, that that stuff just creeped me out. Like when you heard LeBron talking after the game, that yeah, that was like open LeBron, which he doesn't he doesn't shit, get like that. That shit. The next, I didn't hear it the night before. No, I heard. I heard. I, I heard. Some I of didn't it, not watch all of it. the yeah. post game of the Lakers yeah, yeah. game. At no, but you heard it on two a.m. Right? Yeah, yeah. What? I didn't watch that, man. I but I, I watched it the next day. Yeah. And I just was sitting there like, nah, man, I can't. This doesn't mean that 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 shit like to do it in that, Philly too, yeah. That shit is eerie. That's yeah. eerie of him just nonchalantly the the 
the day before. Like hours before, technically. He gets passed by LeBron for yeah. number three. And like I'm not gonna like forget about forget about number one and number two on the scoring list, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you can talk about Wilt, greatness. Wilt and Carl Malone, yeah. No, uh Kareem and Kareem, Carl. Oh, Kareem, sorry. You can say, talk about greatness. One. Greatness. The best player of all time, realistically. Will start at number three on the scoring list because that's where Jordan already stayed. Yeah, he was there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And then when Kobe passed Jordan, that was the accomplishment. Yeah. You saw the other guys up there, but you're like, yeah, that's because they, you know, that's yeah. different. Yeah, and even and even in today's NBA, where you know number three is the spot. Yeah, but you know, in today's NBA, where LeBron, how many times LeBron's gone to a line where it wasn't like warranted for him to get to the free throw line? And that you know, that adds to that. As well, but you know, I don't want to get off topic here. But um, last thing I want to say, last thing I want to say, and then maybe, maybe, maybe we can. Yeah, yeah. This, no. this may be transitioning too, yeah. man, because I think we bring it to Celtics after this. But like, yeah. but I, I, I want to mention one more thing. But go ahead. I just want to say I watched the thing that like literally had me uncontrollable. Yeah, losing my shit was when I watched Doc. Oh, because yeah. for me. Doc. That's where we were coming from. That same day, yeah. That same day when Doc had to go in front of the media and try to get his team ready to play. Get his thoughts together. Get his thoughts. And he just, the yeah. thing that he got, when he broke down and said he was the greatest competitor and then he started breaking down, man, that was like, that's it, man. That's it. It's like it's like that dude, you, I don't know, like, we all got competitors in our life, like people that you compete against. Yeah. And like. During the heat of battle, you're like, man, fuck this dude, man. Yeah. Like, yo, f- but then, like, at the end of it all, like, you know, you're just competing against mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And you have a lot of respect for them. Right. Yeah. It's like what Paul Pierce said. Paul, Kobe said, Kobe pushed Paul to that level. Yeah. He's like, okay, if I'm going to win this championship, I got to match his level. Yeah. And if I can do that and I take him down, then I really deserve yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, it's like I'm going to, it's going to be. Worth it, yeah. yeah. I'm really have to earn this one because I'm going against Kobe, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way. It's like Larry and Magic, right? Larry was like, Larry's like, Larry was always bro. peeping what Magic right. was doing, and, and it wasn't just about obviously it's about winning a championship. It was also being like, okay, I can, I can take down a great, you know, at the same but time, don't you think I can that, take down Kobe. Don't you think that on Doc, that platform? Don't you think that Doc even knew that more better than anybody? Of course, yeah. Because Doc, Doc probably looked at it and was like, Paul, yeah, yeah, you're not Kobe, bro. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he, he's like, yo, there's no way we're beating this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't game plan against them. I can't do nothing. Like even in, even in the game six of that 08 finals, they when all the games up by like finals, forty, and like he's like, no, you like, you're not coming out. Doc was like, until Kobe, it, it's until they pull Kobe out, then you guys are playing. You guys are playing, right? Until until I see him sit on the bench. And what's what's the chances we talk to Mike Goldman, right? About Kobe oh, Bryant, that's crazy, right? A week before, just right. yeah, in a million years, if someone would told me, yeah. You're gonna be talking about Kobe in the past tense after this conversation. After that conversation with Mike Gorman, I'm like, no, you're crazy, you're crazy. And <laughs> the 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 irony in the weeks before last Sunday's tragic event, all the uh, all like the uh, you're you're celebrating some of Kobe's milestones. It's like, oh, this was the day of the 81 point game. Oh, uh, you know, he passed. This is the day he passed Michael Jordan for the most points scored in 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 in, in Madison Square Garden, and you're like mm-hmm. all these like little accomplishments that ha- that happened, you know, years ago, but you were still talking about it today, and 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 even after uh, Kobe Bryant's 
that's the, we're still because there's still other things that you know like like Trey Young. Trey Young scored 45 points and and under 25 shot attempts. The last player to do that was Kobe Bryant. Like mm-hmm. how like it's just like the irony of like some of these things that are happening before and right after his death with with the current NBA players and and and, and celebrating on this day period. You know whatever uh, something that Kobe did. It's like it's it's just I don't know, man. It's just like you said, Sean. It's it's creepy, but at the same time, it's like you know, wow. Like, what do you say to that? Yeah, yeah ultimate competitor, man. And I, I guess uh, I don't know, man. It's just one of those things where I, I just you think about what made him great, what he had to do, the, the you know, studying film, and, and you know, the, those years, the first couple of years where he couldn't even get to the go out with his teammates and his teammates got into yeah, twenty one yeah. play. No, he stayed in the hotel and and, and studied film. You know. Yeah. Wasn't student of the game. He didn't go out or or do it. You know how hard it is for a young player to someone who's straight out of high school and, and had the, the the way he condoned himself, the way he talked about basketball, saying, "Look, I'm going to be great at this. I need to do everything possible to be great." And when total, did it total toe with he Shaq? Did it? He told Shaq. You know, in the face. When, when, when when Shaq was gone and oh, you can't win with Shaq. He did it. Yep, yeah, you know, and yeah. and he's not a perfect guy, and that's what makes him. I think that what. And then when he got knocked down with that, you know, rape trial, and the, the way people, the the public of people's opinion, he lost all his sponsors. Yo, that was came right back up, man. That that like, that that that's, that's when the black mama was born. Yes, yeah. that I think it, you know as as much as as much as like we want to look at it, and you can throw stones or whatever you want to do, but like everyone has that moment in their life. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone has that moment where Absolutely. they have to feel. I'm not invincible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we all got it. We all did something stupid. Mm-hmm. We all got caught for something stupid. And I don't even know. He, I don't he, he didn't really, you know, whatever. Whatever that yeah, whatever came out of it, like yeah. it yo, at the end of the day, he's a fucking young guy. He's got millions of dollars. He made a he may or may not I, who knows. But we all we all've done something that makes you feel that knocks you off mm-hmm. that cloud 9 I'm invincible feeling. And sometimes it happens when you're 16. Sometimes it doesn't happen until you're an NBA superstar with three championships. Right. Yeah. But you're still mad young. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't fault him for a lot of the stuff that, that came out and people, you know, want to get on him about. I mean, may, who knows what happened with that? Because I, I think it's I think it's insensitive to bring it up at a time like this. Yeah. But, like, now we're a week out and I think, like, you know, like it's a part of his story. I it's a part of his story, it's and it makes story, him yeah. a real person. Yeah, it makes him right. a human being. Yeah. There's so yeah. many levels Mistakes to it. Mistakes happen, man. There's so many levels to it. And for me, it's like one of the most surprising part of it, in my opinion, in the last, I don't know, 24 hours or so, I started to realize, and I'm just like, it's almost like this feeling of like, I don't want to say guilt, but it's almost like, man, I got to like approach life better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got like that feeling Brian, too, bro. Like, makes you makes you reassess. Yeah, like people, everyone's calling the you know mama mentality. Like yeah. yeah, like that that's it. Like you yeah. know, I'm gonna do my absolute best. And man, in all I'm, aspects of life, I'm gonna can set goals what? for myself. I'm gonna do my absolute best to reach them. Can I tell you what's Each even crazy? Day by day by day, like you know it's almost you, like so. See how that feels impossible. Yeah. yeah, that's how that motherfucker live, bro. Yeah. Every single can you imagine day, that shit? smiling. Can you imagine the the With the weight on his the, shoulders? Just like. The amount of pressure that right. is on yourself right. to live and be like, yo, I heard him say like, like, 
I don't have anything in common with lazy people. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Everyone loves yeah. being lazy, Kobe. It's almost like, Everyone loves being yeah. lazy. It's like I was, I was telling Max. It's like when I'll, I watch football, like I don't fucking just watch it. I just fucking. I saw, I saw, I'm, I'm studying. I was telling Max the other day. I was like, man, this guy not only rebuilt the Lakers during those years, he had to rebuild a marriage. He yeah. had to rebuild a family, yeah. a unit, and look how strong they were. You know, when you look about when you think about the the, the case. Up until and I'm gonna you know, say this. I'm gonna say this. His final, his final days. He has daughters for a reason. Yeah. He has daughters for a reason because I think that probably was one of his biggest. You know, when you look back, wake up moment, wake up moment. Yeah. And it's like you know what? Someone, someone was a who's a huge advocate of women's sports, not just women's basketball, women's right. sports. This motherfucker no. five he, days before he died said. Three three WNBA players could play in the NBA. Yeah. I laughed at that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I laughed yeah. at it. But 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 then you see why he said that because he's looking at his daughter doing exactly. everything and saying, "Yo, exactly, she's better than me exactly. at this age." He has to, he had to he had to let his daughters know that yo, he probably, that, can, he probably did on, on, a, on a consistent basis on an everyday basis. You're playing in the NBA. You guys know WNBA. Do, you guys can in the do. NBA. You guys can do anything you guys want to do. Whatever your dream is, mm. go out there and do it. But it starts now. But it start now. And it starts the next day. You got you got the next day. You don't you don't take a day off. You gotta plant not, that seed. You gotta, right. you gotta plant that seed. Right now, I really feel like I really feel for right like, now. I really feel like for years he was like, "Geez, you don't want this, man. Mm-hmm. Like you don't mm-hmm. want this." Mm-hmm. And she was probably like, "It's nah, gonna drive I you it, crazy. I want it. I want it. Yeah. I want." Yeah. And then finally, like whenever he started to be his, her coach, she was like, "She's like, he saw, he this, saw." It. He's like, "This is what it takes." He yeah. told, so "If you're in, you're in." But I mean. Oh man! She, and she you, know, a, you know what? He though? told he like, told the story about the first time he saw her made her first shot. He yeah, said he, he said it was better than any that? any NBA title, any title ever he ever won. So you that crazy, shit, man. You were you were you were down in New Orleans when the Celtics were playing when this news broke, and I can't even imagine. And like, and you know what else I thought about that that day that I wasn't where you were because it's like the one person I want to fucking I want to hug. And that is in that moment that I'm hearing this news and talk it out and yeah. talk it out yeah. and 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 hear me out is not as my hundreds and whatever miles away mm-hmm. from me yeah. at this particular moment. And the the team, the the way they've been all week. I mean, it's it's almost unsaid. And and I'll tell you a quick story in Miami. I'm in the hallway and the game just finished. Marcus was dressed. Uh, Marcus Smart is walking through the hallway. Sees me. Does like a double take. Just goes, "What's going on, man? What's up, you?" How's everything? You know, how you doing? How you keeping up? You know what I mean? Wow. It's like you don't have to you yeah. don't even have to say it. Yeah. Jason Tatum, uh, you know, prior to Saturday night's game against Philadelphia, he's just going up to random media members just saying, What's up, man? Yo, it's good to see you, man. How you doing? Like, cause everyone just knows that there's this cloud over the media members, over the players, that, over the coaches, over the entire league. That and, and and people want to do better now. And people want to do better, and everyone wants to have a different approach. And yeah. and now it's it's on the it's on the court. Look at what Jason Tatum's doing now. For Jason Tatum to get, to get his first All Star selection in the same week, we know what Kobe Bryant meant to Jason oh, Tatum. Oh yeah, man, that's his idol, mentor, and a friend at the end yeah, of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Now I feel bad, man. I was and and and, and I was shitting on that. And I Sean, was shitting on a that. lot of people were, man. It's not, don't 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 feel bad. Yeah. And Sean, you brought up Shaq. I, I finally listened to it because I was in yeah. Miami. I listened to it because it was on Twitter. It was right before the fourth quarter. I was like, I think the Celtics got this one, but I wasn't quite sure. I was like, this is you know, in between quarters is a longer break than a timeout. So let me let me hear what Shaq said. Yeah, it drove long. me to tears yeah, to man. see Shaq like that. And the way he was talking about it, and that anger no, you man, felt when you yeah. got that, when he talked about when he got, when he, when he got the yeah, the cell phone, he said, "Get, that out, get that out of my face, get it out of here." Like that's 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 bullshit. Like yeah. how you dare felt you? that because that's how I, I I screamed out when I saw my phone. I said, "No, no!" Like 
don't TMZ. You, no, please tell me you're lying. Like this isn't it's like fuck this you, isn't TMZ. happening right yeah. now. So you, you you connected with that, and then when he really started to break down. I've never seen Shaq like that. Guys. No, man. I've never. That, that's no. Shaq, man. We talk about you, uh, know, you know growing what, up though, and seeing like, guys. That's big Shaq. Shaq not supposed to be doing that. Like Shaq, no. you don't see Shaq in, 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 no. in that state. And he's already going. It was been, so genuine. Everything he said. He's been going through a, a tough time because of you know his sister passing yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, his his stepdad not too long ago and, before that. So he's he's been going through it. Yeah. He's been going through it. And and he even opened up saying that I shouldn't I haven't opened up like I should with mm-hmm. you know we're talking to Kenny and, and and Charles and everyone on the set at that particular moment, and we've we've all been there when we're like you know I don't want to bother you know people that I care about with my mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. or whatever is bothering me, so I'm gonna just you know what I'm saying I'm gonna figure it out myself. But everybody, every now and again, you need you need someone to vent to, you need someone to 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 say I had a shitty day. Mm-hmm. From a standpoint... And the good stuff, too. And the good stuff, exactly. From a standpoint of, like, you know, for those that, that, that you, you, you have a circle, right? And you know you have people who care about you and, and always... There's always one or two people that say, yo, if you ever need anything... But how many of us really take that up? Take that, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, take you the, know, that person up on their offer. You know, right? though, there there are the people that are in your circle. Yeah. There are the people that are in your circle. But then the people that, that should be in your circle... That aren't just for you, like yeah. Why don't you talk to this dude no more? I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. This episode of the College Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag, fellas. This is the day to sign up for BetOnline.ag if you haven't already. Okay, we are hours away. From the big game, you can still get in on ton of the action. All right, there are prop bets that you can win easy money on. Things like how long will the national anthem go? Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? Probably not. But this one will be a good one to bet on as well. How many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for? Things like this can win you big money. And right now, just for listening to the College HD podcast, head over to betonline.ag, enter promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and get in on the action. That's betonline.ag. Don't forget the promo code CLNS50 and make sure you get in on this big action, okay? It's the big game. A lot is on stake and plenty of money for you to win. That's betonline.ag. Don't forget the promo code CLNS50. Bring the playoffs home with our exclusive sportsbook partner, BetOnline. That's BetOnline.ag. All right, let's get back to our podcast. What Paul Pierce had to say about oh, reconnecting with his father. He's trying. He's searching oh, for him, man. and yeah, he's like, I haven't. The, seen, he hasn't seen him in almost four decades. The well, first, the first thing that popped in my mind. Sorry, I'm to cut you off. From the first thing that popped in my mind was. This had to be 2001. I believe he was, he is, I think he was SI. Sports Illustrated did a story. Actually, no, it might have been Jack McMullen. I forget. I got to look it up. I should have looked it up before we start recording. But anyways, um, Paul's mom had been trying to have those guys meet. Whoa. And kept telling Pierce, please, like, come on, me. was like, I'm not doing it, mom, because he had, you know, he his father it. had not shown up in the past. Well, no, not even that. Paul had been willing to do it, and he wouldn't show up. And he told his mom, he said, look, he's not going to show up. So it was, it was the Southern on the West Coast road trip. It was in Oakland. It was against, you know, against the Warriors. He said, she, she begged him. He said, I'm not, I'm not going back in the stands. Like, he's going to be there. Be, just go. And Pierce talked about going out there. And again, he stood him up and, and it drove him to tears. And broke his heart again. It yeah. broke his heart again. And for him to, to open up like that on ESPN and, and, you know, Paul's been very, 
preserves. Yeah, you know, with, with stuff like that. He doesn't talk about that kind of stuff, man. Especially after what he went through, you know, with you know that's, him being stabbed too. And that's like, what he, that's what kind of week it's been, yeah. you know. But I mean, it's no easy transition here. But we're going to transition here into the to Celtics' big week. Obviously, um, the New Orleans game just had a, a completely different vibe to it. Celtics did drop that one. But they, they, they picked up a big one in Miami. I, I thought that was a very impressive win considering that Kemba Walker didn't have a good shooting night. Um, uh, considering uh, the, the way they get the bench stepped up and continues to step up ever since then. And then the game against Philadelphia 76ers, another win and, and no Kemba Walker this time. Joel Embiid has a terrible night. And, and the Celtics blow them off the floor. Uh, first game, first win of the season against the 76ers. So you guys can take that for what it's worth. I mean, the, the, the Sixers are three and one against the Celtics, but the way the standing is now, and I know we're so far removed. I mean, I know we're so, uh, you know, nowhere near playoff time. If these two teams were to meet in the first round matchup, I mean, you have to think that Philadelphia is going to try to do something between now and the trade deadline, whether it's adding a shooter, which they desperately need right now, or whether it's just adding a perimeter guy who can lock down. Uh, well, at this point, it's that's the biggest problem, though, right? The shooting if, for, for if, Philly, yeah. for Philly, yeah. And I don't know, man. Like you look at this team, are these guys in trouble? Like is Philadelphia a team that you think that's going to has the potential to bow out in the first round? Better question: Can I, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, yeah. but they looked really bad against the Celtics. Can Simmons and Joel Embiid coexist? Because when Embiid was out, Simmons was he moved over to the forward spot, and it was really you know doing his thing. These last few weeks, and I think personally, the reason why he got voted in as an All Star, in my opinion, um, you look at on the flip side, you look at Jalen Brown, who only had a total of twenty points in the first three games against Philly. Oh, that didn't take too long. Goes off at twenty. I'm just saying, like goes off at thirty two. <laughs> the word All Star made major remind yeah. you of Jalen Brown. Goes off at thirty two. Jalen Tatum has. What's up, Sean? You got something you throw? Hold on, brother. You, you got something you throw? Tatum has twenty five. What's going on? You good? So you know when these two guys are on, the Celtics are damn almost damn near impossible to beat. I'm gonna say that. So then, do the Sixers have a one-two punch? I don't think they do. Hey, one guy is one time is one guy. You know what I'm saying? On the shine, no, I don't know. The I don't know. I don't think that. I don't, I don't. I don't know. But I'm not saying that they, it's a definite W over the Sixers in the seven-game series. That's still. That's still. That's still up for debate. Two things I was very confident on at the beginning Regardless of the year. Regardless of seating, in my opinion. Two things I was very confident on at the beginning of the year. Philadelphia 76ers would be a bust. Jalen Brown was not being an all-star. Two for two, baby. No, well, the Jalen Brown thing started like a month ago. Don't get ahead <laughs> of yourself, bro. Don't be like going into the preseason guy just so you know. You know Jalen Brown's not going to be an all-star this year, right? right? right. You are no, not saying that. we all just get on the same place? No, no. Since December. I mean, I'll give you that. Since December, you're saying this. Tatum, I told you Tatum was going to be an All Star. <laughs> yeah, though. okay, you you did, you did, but they're not far off from each other. Don't make it seem like Tatum is like no, I, I you know, know leaps and bounds know, better than Tatum Brown. I mean, <laughs> you can admit that. Hey, well, well yeah, go t- ahead, go ahead, uh, go go talk your shit, and then we'll, we'll, we'll move on. I'll talk a little bit of shit. <laughs> That's gonna be a shit free uh, episode, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I said a no, little come bit. Come on, of man, shit. this is Causeway Street. Normally, I'm talking like 47 pounds of shit, but I'll talk just like this ain't South Beach. It's Causeway. I'll talk an ounce, <laughs> an ounce of shit. Uh, <laughs> can I talk my shit again? Actually, I was on the phone with Sway the day before we played the 76ers, and he caught me. He was warming up. He caught me, and he and because I said, "Yo, if we lose to the Sixers again, they're gonna be a problem." And he goes, "What? You changing your tune?" I was like, "Well, if we lose 0 and 4 in the regular season, season sweep, 
season sweep. Yeah, I got to change my tune. But they did it, and the Sixers suck. I told you this. <laughs> I they told don't you. suck. They're hey, having hey, a hard how, time. How's Sean's Al Horford? Favorite, Sean's favorite Celtics winning the season. I mean, how's Al Horford doing, everybody? Oh, I've, I, I told you Philly was going to turn on Al hey, Horford. Hey, hey, I hey, told hey, you they hey, were going to hey, turn hey, on hey, him. Hey, hey, They've hey. already turned no, on him. The they first, turned no, on him. Every game, and even in certain parts of the last game, Al was shitting on I Celtics. understand. Don't even say he has I, I, what, what I said when, Phil, when, when Al went to Philly, and I said this, you can rewind the podcast and find it. I said Philly's not gonna understand or respect what Al Horford it's not, does. But it's not Philly though; it's their coach. Don't you think at, at some point the coach has to be looked at as as someone has not not just not just not utilizing listen, Al Horford to his strength, but other people. Listen, Brett Brown has a thirty seven percent winning percentage in the NBA. Okay, he knows what the <laughs> fuck he's doing. I know he coached with Pop. I get it. I get it. <laughs> he's got a thirty seven percent winning percentage. Okay, it's whatever. It's whatever. He's like four. He's like. 400 games. I'm surprised he didn't get fired after they, <laughs> after they got chatted on by the, uh, by the Raptors. That's uh, just me. But I will I will say this. So last, a, last a, year. a couple things. So <laughs> what I'm going to say about the Philly thing is that if they get in the playoffs against Philly, I'm not going to feel 100% because I just – I will say this one thing. Philly is not a especially, great – Especially if it's the first round. Philly if this 3-6 yes, matchup. Yes, thank you. That's Philly, be Philly a bitch. is not a great team. <laughs> Celtics in five. Philly is not Whoa. a great team. Celtics in five. Philly right. is not a great team, but – Oh my God! If they fall to the sixth spot and you get the three spot, that's a horrible. That's yeah, like the yeah. worst. Like literally, you could either play on either side. You could play the Pacers or you could play the fucking Nets. And you're like, what the? Uh, yo, I all yeah. all I want. They need that two seed. Uh, they need the two seed. <laughs> like we talk about Gorman, they gotta like, get a two got, seed. You got like four or five teams in a race for that two seed, and they're only separated yes. by like three games or so, four yes. games. Um. Also, also, real quick, real quick about the Jalen Brown thing. The Jalen Brown thing, every, I, I understand that there's a lot of Jalen Brown people that are sad. I tried to set the expectation low for you guys so you weren't sad, but he didn't make the all-star team. The biggest snub in this whole thing, though, and this ties into Philly, Damn, is, take is, the, away fact, my transition sense. is the fact Always. that Ben Simmons made the all-star team over Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal scores 28 points a game. <laughs> so that's who you take off? But don't you oh, think. Oh, yeah. Don't you think, though. Hold on. What about Kyle Lowry? No, I think Kyle Lowry should make the no, all-star game. No, they're the second seed right now. Read, like the, read, no the, one piece, read the, the piece. Read the piece. Yeah. Kyle Lowry Raptors, was right, right after Bradley Beal like, on my, like, on my re- piece. Re- realistically, they, out of Bradley everyone. Bradley Beal and Kyle Lowry should make the team. Out of everyone that he mentioned, I was like, okay, Kyle Lowry. I didn't think Ben hey, Simmons should have made it, though, hey, over, but, over but, Brown. Hey, but that's just me, though. Both of you guys are shitting on me last episode. Well, not a couple episodes ago. About the Kyle Lowry over Jalen Brown. Uh, you thing. guys shadowed me when I said Toronto was going to be a fucking you serious can't, team. You this can't year. tell me because I've already apologized for that. Mm, all right. That all was right. like four months ago. I apologized for that all shit. All right. I, let, I mean, so that's the biggest. The, the, the NBA's only been in, in season for a couple months, but okay, two, four two months, months ago. Whatever all right. it is. I, I think we can all agree that that was the biggest snub. Bradley, Bradley Beal? Yeah. Uh, and Devin Booker, too, bro. Come on. Man. But that's just, see, that's just it, though. Who would you would you have? Get would you rather peace. have Bradley Beal or, 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 or Booker? Uh, uh, just realistically. Bradley Beal. Well, the, like if you were no, if you were building a team, Bradley Beal. All right, yeah, you? but they're, they're two different. Who would you have, Bradley Beal or Devin Booker? They're they're they're, they're shooting guards technically. Bradley Beal because of the season. I mean, if we're talking about building a franchise and all that, then yeah, I probably well, you know Booker. What? But you if we're talking about was, who's having a better season, I was reading a little bit up on the Bradley Beal snub. And people try to justify it. You know, he's shooting thirty one percent from the three point line this year. Yeah, he's not. He's never been a great three point shooter. I don't know why everyone's so surprised. And and he's averaging three point three turnovers most in his career. Yeah. So I feel like people are just like, yo, like you it's, got twenty eight points. It's, it's but, clear but though. It's still, clear. It's clear that the coaches were, you, were 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 voting for those who deserve to be there in terms of like their teams. 
record and winning. Yeah. They were, they were Which is usually rewarding. The case. That's I usually think, the case. I think it That's comes what happened. down to like, like, like if Trey Young was in that bubble, you think Trey Young would have made it? No. Right? If no. it was up to the coach, you think Trey Young makes it? Uh, so who's start? Who's starting? Kyrie. No, Kyrie's not. He didn't get voted. They just want to be. I'm safe to Trey Young. Oh, oh, oh! In terms of the voting, uh, I don't know them. Yeah, whatever it, it is. Been. Whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It might have been. It might have been. Yeah, it might have been Kemba. It might have been Kyrie. Yeah, you're right. I got you. I thought you were saying. I think you were trying to reiterate that he didn't make it at all. <laughs> hey, all, all I'm saying is let's look to the Celtics. They got six games between now and the All-Star game. Legitimately making I, a I, huge run. I think the second the second half of the season, man, I'm just I think this team's gonna go places where people don't even know what the fuck they've been I mean, before. I, I feel like if Kemba's uh, injury isn't as serious as they're saying it, it's not, so then yeah. It's all good. The Celtics are gonna be right right there. Fighting for that second seed. All right. Well, let me ask you to this. In light of the Celtics putting together these most impressive wins or some of the most impressive wins we've seen from this team in the past few weeks, do either of you think the Celtics need to make a trade before the trade deadline? Does Danny Ainge need to add a shooter, a score, or a big man for this team to to reach that level, whether it's Eastern Conference Finals or beyond? What do you guys think? I mean, I don't think they have to make a major move, and I don't think they will make a major move, but if they can add... A veteran, whether that means a veteran shooter, a veteran big man, a veteran uh, presence in the locker room, and it's probably going to be via a buyout or or someone that's been been sitting at home, i.e., Mr. Crawford. Uh, <laughs> then then I would I would uh, I, I'm all for it. I would love Crawford. I'm all for that, but and even if they don't. And this is going to be the team that they're going to rock with going forward. I'm okay with that, too. All right. Well, I got a little wish list that I put together in my head. Oh, I love wish lists. And uh, I'm going to let Sean do his first because I know he has a couple of players he wants to see. I really only have one. Do they need to make a trade? I don't know. This team's complicated, man. This team's complicated. We still haven't seen it with Robert Williams and everybody playing together. Like, there's a lot of, like... What is it? The, only, only like eleven games that the the starting lineup has played with. You know, like here, here here's what I'll say: You don't trade Marcus Smart. You don't trade Jason Tatum. Jason no, we Tatum, know. Man. Yeah, we know. Tatum Brown. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, whoever whoever's right. available, the core guy, the core five. No, guys. Like, I think that'd be a bad move. No, yeah, there there there's. And I'm only moving Gordon Hayward if if if. It's to get it's, a. It's not gonna happen. If it's to get a superstar type player, no, so if that's not happening, not, not happening. No, if that's not happening, then the only <laughs> thing I want them to do. No team is gonna want to trade with the Celtics their superstar player at know, this point. Of this, at this point. Of this, I mean, in, there's, in a, the there's, a, there's a couple of players. That, whatever. It, no. anyway. Get that. What out. I what? Okay, fine. Jesus Christ. All right. What I want though is I want a shooter off the bench, and I want a shooter yeah. off the bench that's not gonna be. Um, Trying to contend for wing minutes—that's the problem. Yeah, because I think if you're looking at some of the some, some of the um, some of the names that are out there, like uh, what the fuck is his name? Belicia. Whoa, whoa, yeah, Belicia, Belica, Bahika, Belica, Bahika, 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 Bahika. I'm just guessing. Whatever the fuck his name is on the yeah. Kings, I don't want him. Man, he's like six eight. He's gonna take wing minutes. I don't need that. I don't need that. See the guys. I the guys I I'm need, thinking about. It, it has to. It, it's through the bio. Uh, I'm not with the trade. Deadline. You know who yeah, I want? Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think anything's gonna happen at the trade deadline. You know who I want? I want a uh, Devonte Graham type player. I want an Isaiah Thomas type player. I, I about, want how a about guard. This? How about Evan Turner? That is he gonna get a buyout? Is that the negotiation? That doesn't help us at all. 
What do you mean? I need a shooter. I need a shooter. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah. I, okay. In, <laughs> my, in my opinion, it's shooting no. or score. If, and he could fall in that scoring position. My, and I'm not saying he's going to okay. put up 15 a game. He knows Brad Stevens. But if too. he can. But Brad Stevens can. Exactly. Like, Brad Stevens can cater to someone like Evan Turner. Yeah. And I can see Evan Turner score seven, you know, seven, eight points off the bench. Like yeah. That's something that they don't have right now besides yeah, yeah. Marcus Smart. That's and that's when they're at full strength. Yeah, right now, yeah. Marcus has to start for like, Kemba Walker. Like, it's been, like, great to see. Ojale, whether you know he's being shopped around or not, uh, Grant Williams and and even uh, Wanamaker, you know, scoring in double double figures as of late. But can they sustain that? No. See, for me, <laughs> those guys, their job, their role in that second unit is to contain the lead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's we're strictly gonna, defense. And the offense that you get from them nope. is a bonus. Whatever we're you gonna get trade for, We're going to trade for one player and one player only. Who you got? Jay Crowder, baby. It's Jay Crowder season. The Grizzlies are not. It's Jay Crowder season, baby. I say Evan Turner, and this is what happens. It's Jay Crowder season, baby. It's it's like 2016. Oh, we going in. Jay Crowder. No, there's one person you trade for. It's Jay Crowder. Three and D off the bench, not playing for wing minutes. He can if you if you're like, hey Marcus, you sit down for a second. Jay, get the fuck in there and do what Marcus did. He can do that. That's what I'm talking about. All right, my other guy is Jamal Crawford, man. Yeah, Jamal Crawford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamal Crawford. Yeah. If we can get him, yeah, I, that's I don't think Jamal wants to do nothing. Though. I just, I feel he would have been signed already. Okay, last one. Oh, you got one more. One more. And this guy, I, I'm not. It's one of those things where it's he could either be the X factor or he could just be someone that's just not doesn't pan out. But um, uh, he has promise. Andre Iguodala. Now, now, now that I could get behind. Andre Iguodala and Marcus Smart defensively on the floor at the yeah, same time. But Sean, Sean brought up a good point a couple of episodes ago. That would be he's gonna want to play. That, that's a tough task for any yeah, team going up against. But that. I'm saying, but he's gonna want to play fifteen to twenty minutes. Is that gonna be available for him when he gets here? I don't. Do think I want to so. take away minutes from Semi Ojale? No, no, and, but it's not. Yeah, gonna, absolutely. It Brad Wanamaker. Yes, would, he wouldn't take minutes from those. No, guys. he's in a wing position. Why man? wouldn't he? He's, exactly, he's a wing player. You got bro. too many wings. You you have to find a way to impact. Are you the telling team. me in Brad Stevens' system he can't? He's not gonna put him at the four. Fine. Grant Williams is playing. Grant Williams is his backup center I think, right now. I think Igudala could could find a little bit of a spot on the team, but I also don't think. Those minutes are going to be consistently there. I I really feel you like can, you he can only wants really to move acquire to him through. Yo, a buyout, he though. wants to go to a team like the Rockets where he would go and be a starter. Like, mm, yeah, you know see, what I mean. That's why I think it's a long shot. But also, I think it's more about the team that has a better chance of winning a championship. But if they also, and I think he's going to look at the Suns and be like, eh. no, but he could look at he could look at the Rockets. Maybe say, I get back to the finals. He could look but at the Rockets it. and say, yo, you show me to play defense because that's what I can do. And then you guys score. I don't yeah. have to do nothing. No, no you're right. It's a long shot. The Rockets. I'm with you. Yo, Jay Crowder. Though I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Jay Crowder, man. I'm telling you. you right. get, Speaking of wings, you could get him for the you could get him for the Boston first round draft pick, which is going to be like yeah, twenty seven, and then you you give him the first round draft pick and you throw in it's six million dollars in salary. That's nothing. I get that, but like I don't think the Grizzlies want to. They're they're in the playoff hunt. Yo, they don't want to get yeah. no, get rid of no, him. No, it don't matter. They're really no. putting a, they're really no. foiling the Celtics' plans with that, yeah. with that draft. No, pick. because really the draft the draft pick and they're damn sure they're going to help the Celtics. They don't, with they don't have their first round draft pick. They don't have it, regardless of what they do. If you say to if you say to them too, if you say to them, hey, you give us Crowder, <laughs> you give us Crowder, and we'll give you your first round draft pick back, which then sort of will teeter on like the well now they can just sit out the rest of the season and tank and you can take Crowder and we get our draft pick back and we have a reason to suck. But you're trading a draft pick for a rental? Are you really realistically Crowder's gonna be on this team next year? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Jay Crowder's on a rental. 
He's, he's going to be Jared a Jared Crowder's a Boston Celtic for life. All right. That's all <laughs> I got to say. That's all I got to say. All right. So I'm still thinking that he has a chance to see number 99 in the Raptors. That's what it is, man. Yeah, that's what it is. He's holding on hope. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, the Celtics, uh, six games left between now and All-Star break. Joel, you had a hot take. I'll, I'll let you have the floor here. I apologize. And take us, take us out right. here. Yeah, let's go. Take us out here. I think the Celtics go five and one before oh, the All-Star wow. break. Wow. And that one of those one of those wins includes you are out of your mind. Beating the Clippers at home yeah. right before the All-Star yeah, break. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not just the Clippers, but you got the Rockets. Those last two games, you're saying oh, the Celtics are going to No, no. Clippers, no. Rockets. I said they're going to beat Oklahoma City. I didn't say anything about the Rockets. I said Oklahoma City and, and the Clippers. So that's the one loss. That might be the one loss. Okay. So it might those, be the I, one loss. Out of in, those, in Houston, out of those two games. Out of those two games, they're going to drop one? Yeah, because they got Atlanta. They got Atlanta twice. They got Orlando. They know how to beat Orlando. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. It's not, hold Orlando's on. not easy. I'm not saying they're a cakewalk. Hold on one second. They're, they're... Hold on one second. When you look ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> kind of. It was kind of. look ahead. It's like a it's condensed version condensed of it. Version of it. Yeah. So, no. So, I just was just saying, like, in those six games, what's going to look like? I still think. It's gonna be five and one. Five and one. All baby. right. All right. We'll see you, Joel. Glad five and one. We'll, we'll they're, gonna go they're gonna go into the with some great momentum. Take a break, and then they're gonna even turn it up a notch. I've been saying this Ooh. for a few weeks now. After the All Star break on the uh, CLNS post game show. So you know, tune into that too. Little little shameless plug there. Hey, um, all I know is that we're gonna be watching some Balancesto. Yeah. Well, that's right. The last two games no, we are gonna be Balancesto. We'll do another one. Oh yeah, but I got you though. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah. All right, that's a good tease though. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, you like know, we're gonna send you off right next episode, second, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was just saying because we talk about the last the, episode before Sean. Sketch. We talk about the sketch before Sean gets married. Before Sean gets hitched. We talk about the sketch. So we're gonna we're gonna go all out. We're gonna bring in. Uh, are, you take, are you taking her last name or she's taking your? How, uh, how's that doing? She's taking my last name. Okay, nice. I've actually lined up. A Sean couple, really had to fight for this one. Yeah, man. I've actually lined up a couple of my ex girlfriends to be on the next podcast though. Oh so. wow! Oh man, I was gonna surprise them. I'm gonna surprise <laughs> you at the wedding after my after my speech, my best man speech. I'm gonna bring them all out. You just foiled my plans. Uh, yeah. Damn it! Actually, I uh, only got that plan from Sway telling me what his yeah. best man speech was going to be. Well, I mean, we can't. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> he goes in now. If you remember this model from 2005, it's <laughs> they just walking out of bikinis, you guys, bro. You guys bought Follow a dog them. together. Oh, <laughs> even moved in together. Here's that. <laughs> she comes out with Miley. Paula is like, is, are you serious? Are you Sway? serious? Really, Sway? Did really? You, did you pay for her to come down to the? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh fuck it! You couldn't get Lou Bagger, but you paid for all these bitches to come down here. All right, fine. All right, I'll see you guys next week, and then I'm not gonna talk to you guys for two motherfucking weeks. <laughs> all right, listeners, until next week. All right, and uh, I'd be remiss to not say this. Follow us on all social media accounts at Causeway Street, and check out CausewayStreet.com for all your. Updates on Celtics and obviously everything that's been going on in the news as well. Yo, but real, I just want to say real quick, you know, and it's with everything that's gone on this week, I just want to say I love you guys. Real talk, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, we just did a 20th episode a little while ago, and you know, we joked about a bunch of shit on there. How well, we can't believe we made it to 200, but no, for real, like, like that's a blessing mm-hmm. that we're still able to do something that we love to do for that amount of time, for that many amount of for episodes. Real. So, for real. you know, it's always a good time spending even if it's just once a week with you guys and you know yeah once a week is a lot it's a lot you're right you're right considering how everyone's but like consider how life goes we make it i like it the fact that we make it a point 
not just to record, but to you know. And no one ever is like yeah, talk man, about what's I going on in our lives in yeah. that moment. So I'm looking forward to your wedding, uh, Sean, and all the good stuff. You know, going After forward that. here. Hell yeah, <laughs> I agree here. with you. Absolutely, so you know, yeah, obviously man. it goes without saying. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, Gigi, and all the families affected in this this tragedy. Um, and yeah, that's that's all I got, man. Dear Basketball. From the moment I started rolling my dad's tube socks and shooting imaginary game-winning shots in the Great Western Forum, I knew one thing was real. I fell in love with you. A love so deep, I gave you my all. From my mind and body, to my spirit and soul. As a six-year-old boy, deeply in love with you, I never saw the end of the tunnel. I only saw myself running out of one. And so I ran. I ran up and down every court after every loose ball for you. You asked for my hustle, I gave you my heart because it came with so much more. I played through the sweat and the hurt. Not because challenge called me, but because you called me. I did everything for you. Because that's what you do when someone makes you feel as alive as you've made me feel. You gave a six-year-old boy his Laker dream. And I'll always love you for it. But I can't love you obsessively for much longer. This season is all I have left to give. My heart can take the pounding. My mind can handle the grind. But my body knows it's time to say goodbye. And that's okay. I'm ready to let you go. I want you to know now, so we both can savor every moment we have left together. The good and the bad. We have given each other all that we have. And we both know, no matter what I do next, I'll always be that kid with the rolled up socks, garbage can in the corner, Five seconds on the clock, ball in my hands. Five, four, three, two, one. Love you always, Kobe.